At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into hour two of VSIN Final Countdown here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Danny Burke and Amal Shaw filling in for Stormy and Matt. Happy to be with you as we, per usual, broadcasting live out of the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Some good action tonight, right? I mean, we have a little bit of college basketball, not the biggest games. Big slate tomorrow, though. Uh, Amal and I were just talking some hockey, a lot of NBA to get through, but also some interesting news. Not like it's breaking, but some interesting stuff to look forward to because we got spring training going on revolves around Major League Baseball, Amal. And uh, like myself, I know you love betting on the diamond right now. If you're curious, anybody's betting spring training out there. The Royals up 5-4 over the Rangers in the top of the seventh. Uh, Mariners with a 3-0 lead over the Padres heading into the eighth inning. So there's your little baseball update for you here in February. Uh, what I wanted to get to, though, and I do think this is really a fascinating conversation to look forward to this upcoming season, is the difference in the rules, right? Yeah. You got a bigger base. You are essentially banning the shift. Uh, the pitch clock being decreased for all of these pitchers. To you, what is the biggest impact from a betting standpoint, would you say? I think the um, what I'm concerned about is in terms of potentially the robo-umpires eventually down the line mm. because a lot of good pitchers get calls, and that impacts an under, right? It impacts how yep. you would, you know, if you're getting a Max Scherzer or Justin Verlander, you might be getting certain calls. But in terms of this year, uh, it, the shift limitations, I, I think it's going to hurt from a, a betting under standpoint. Uh 
you don't see you get some of those shots that go I mean those hits that go errant they go go against the shift or away from the shift but mm -hmm. it's not consistently enough so we'll see how that plays out I, I personally don't like that rule um to me look if a team can defend you in a certain way hey learn to hit the ball the other way or learn to hit away from the shift I originally had that sentiment and now I've switched just because like that's obviously been the discourse but the fact that it hasn't happened that frequently doesn't that make you think then that it's a lot easier said than done and they and that this is why they're taking it away and aside from that they want more offense but because these guys just aren't capable of doing it. Well, I think part of the problem is Josh Towers had brought this up. He was a former big league pitcher. He he's a big contributor here at Beeson during the baseball season and in that what happens Danny is guys get paid for hitting home runs. You don't get paid a ton of money for hitting singles and doubles. Sure. And so I think guys are more concerned about trying to go yard than they are making the prudent baseball play. Mm -hmm. And so, so many times you see, um, uh, in, I mean, think about this. It should be managerial malpractice. If you've got a runner on second base and there's nobody out in the bottom of the 10th right. and you're not bunting the guy over. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so dumb. I, that would kill me every time they yeah. would refuse to do that because uh, the analytics don't agree with it, I guess, is what the argument is on the other side, right? Isn't that what it is? If not bunning it and yeah. just going for I, I don't know. It's dumb. I mean, at that point, you're just trying to get any run you can get. Exactly. Bunt them over. Get the sacrifice fly. I remember a couple years ago, I was joking with Jeff Parles all the time here on the network saying, uh, what was it? Uh, the sacrifice fly is dead or the lost art of the sacrifice fly, a sacrifice fly. So it was something like that, but you just don't see it. I feel like as much anymore nowadays, cause you're right. You're trying to go for the boomer bust type of mentality, I guess is the approach for a lot of these teams. But in terms of the shift as well, with that tied into a betting angle, not only, I guess, are you assuming more runs, more players on base, right? That would equal it from a player prop standpoint, then. Do you think that that opens up the idea to betting these guys, these big lefty hitters to over their bases props? Cause that's a popular one that a lot of people like to do. And certainly you think that would benefit them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'll tell you one thing I don't like is the, uh, what's it say? Limited to two. What is that? Disengagements per plate appearance. Oh yeah. So it's, yeah. So you can't like take your foot off the rubber more than two times, I guess is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Rob Manfred's going to go down as the baseball killer. I mean, look, I don't know how you're going to bring in younger people, uh, but I don't think this is going to do enough to bring people in. No, it's not like if you want to bring people in, you know what the answer is. You let people watch the games on TV. That's the biggest thing. Dude, don't even get me started. <laughs> I mean, I, I have, that's one of the reasons why I have direct TV out here from Dallas because MLB in Iowa and Las Vegas, mm -hmm. For people that are unaware, the uh, people in Iowa and in Vegas have teams that are considered their home markets are the Oakland A's, the San Francisco Giants, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Angels, the Padres, the Arizona Diamondbacks. In Iowa, it's the Twins, the Royals, the Cardinals, the Cubs, um, the White Sox. You literally have the Iowa Cubs in Iowa. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> dude, how many teams are you going to sit there and restrict and black out on these things? It, it's so insane. It, yeah. It's just so frustrating. But you know what? That right there, I'm glad you brought that up, Danny. That goes to show you the stupidity that is Major League Baseball, right? In the NFL, remember when they had these blackout restrictions before games would sell out at home? Mm -hmm. I, I don't think they still do that. I don't know. Uh, but they'd extend it like 48 hours. Hey, we'll give them another 40 hours to be able to potentially sure. sell out. Sometimes the owners would buy like 5,000 tickets remaining so it could be seen locally, yeah. whatever the case may be. But baseball stupidity, it, it just, 
you see it every turn at every turn mm-hmm. that, you know, there's an opportunity. Look to me, the move that they should make if they want to really kind of speed up the game a little bit and it would hurt the game because you lose some of the bullpen, make the game go from nine innings to seven innings. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to shorten the game. A friend of mine said that to me in 2015 and I go, wow, that's a pretty good idea. Uh, and then the value of starting pitching would be even greater. Right. If you've got an absolute dude at starting pitching, it would make it even more impactful. But I, I just think that baseball is the type of game you got to accept it for what it is. Like, if you sit there and go, yeah, I'll tell you what, man, golf, you just don't get much exercise. There's not much cardio. That's one of my reasons why I always say golf's not a sport. It's a hobby. If you're not running while doing it, it's not a sport. It's a hobby. <laughs> and, and the point is that – in baseball, it's just the nature of the game. Mm-hmm. It's just a slower-paced game. It is what it is, and they want to. And the other thing that I would do, the this is something they should do is a season. They should, and they don't want to do it for the economics. But you know what? At some point in time, you got to take the hit, or you're going to take the hit long term. I would shorten the season, have the regular season end Labor Day weekend, and start the playoffs. Yeah. Because when we go to, and Stephanie knows, she grew up in New England. When we get games between the Red Sox and the Yankees, or the Mets, or some of these teams in in October. It's 38 degrees. Everybody's in a parka. Yep. I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. Baseball is played in the summertime, but you're going to have the most important part of your season played when it's in the middle of uh, uh, the fall. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, for us betters, or maybe not us betters, because a lot of people will still look to attack the baseball season, but a majority of people, once football season begins, and especially if your team is not in contention, yeah. the interest for baseball just completely dips down. And maybe that's anecdotally speaking, but that certainly seems like the case year after year, especially in my betting palette, seems like your betting palette too, because you get, I feel like too, the market obviously shapes up a lot better. It's harder to find advantages once the teams get narrowed down close to postseason time. And even the teams who are tanking toward the end of the year, it's going to be priced so egregiously. So I don't hate that idea. I know all the purists freak out about everything surrounding that, but it would make the game better. And you've heard players talk about it, too. I mean, Joey Votto's like the king of, no, I want to play every day. If I can, I, I would. And good for you. But I know, remember Anthony Rizzo saying, you know what? It, w- it wouldn't be the worst thing to shorten the season. You get the most out of players that way. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the NBA, there was always conversation about starting around mm-hmm. Christmas Day because nobody pays attention yeah. to the NBA before that. Major League Baseball. That. Well, think about this. Baseball, and when you get into September, you're competing with the, N- the NFL and the NCAA. And you're losing both those battles by a large margin. You know, to me, if you make it just the playoffs and you say, okay, Labor Day weekend, that Sunday is going to be our last game. You'll have Monday and Tuesday off. We're going to start on Wednesday. Boom. I think it would be much more compelling. Let me ask you about the ghost runner on second, because I thought I was in the minority here in this conversation when they added the guy on second, right? An extra inning, speed up the game. You don't exhaust your bullpen to go 16 innings in what for a lot of teams is probably a meaningless spot. I compared, and I know it's, it's a little bit apples and oranges here, but in hockey, when they changed it in overtime to having it three on three, just completely changed the dynamic. And I think it's awesome in hockey. And I thought I was in the minority of being a fan of the ghost runner on second. A lot of people don't like it. And I get because it affects how you're going to bet totals. All right, don't bet a full game total under. If you're going to do unders, do first fives. When you're betting an under, a lot of times you're putting stock into the starting pitcher anyways and don't want to trust the bullpen. No, but here's why, to me, a full game is better than a first five because you don't get beat by one inning. See, in the first five, you can get beat by one inning. You could have a pitcher who has a yeah. rough inning and all of a sudden gives up three runs, and then you might give up a single spot in the top of the fourth where they give up in the bottom of the third. And then over the, the course of the game, it might flatten out. Uh, but the, to me, what the problem with the ghost runner is, it actually lengthen, lengthens the game. Everybody scores, <laughs> right? Like, if you can't score with a runner on second base, what are you doing today? 
Well, that's because some people are refusing to bunt if they're not getting him over, so and dumb. it brings us back. That's exactly. It's exactly brings yeah. you right back. The first guy strikes out, or he doesn't put the ball in play towards the right side of the infield, where he could have mm. moved the runner over, and you're still in the same spot. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of frustrating seeing all of that with baseball. But I, for the most part, I don't I don't mind these rule changes. I don't mind the shift change. I don't know if it's going to be. Like the bases, for example, them broadening the bases. I don't think it's going to make that big of an impact, uh, tangibly speaking. And look, I mean, yeah, maybe your stolen bases will go up. Guys won't go past the bag. But like that one's probably not going to have the biggest impact compared to the others, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I don't think that's going to be that big of a deal. You know, one thing I don't like about baseball replay, and I like it. I think it could be expedited. Like the NFL, mm -hmm. the way they've done replay in terms of some of the plays where they're just like, hey, this call should be overturned immediately. Don't need to go through the whole replay. Is great. Right. Tennis has the best replay of any sport going. Uh, but to me, in what I don't like is the spirit of the rule. When a guy slides over second base and his like leg just comes up like a millimeter, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, he's out." I'm like, "Come on!" I mean, that it's like, did did you actually make the tag before he touched the base? That's where we're basically going for. Yeah, uh, doing whatever they can to get those ratings up. Hey, maybe let us watch some of the games, and uh, that will solve some of your problems to begin with. Uh, Amala, a, a league that's kind of having those problems, which we'll hit on next. The NBA had very low ratings for the All-Star game. Uh, we could get into that. We could get into some of the biggest games on the slate today in the NBA. I know we talked with uh, Rick Campbell earlier. Great, great job by Rick. If you missed it, go back and listen because he had some awesome insight in terms of his favorite teams in the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. We'll take it a little bit more game by game next. So Amal Shaw over here to my right, Adam Shaw, one where you can catch him on Twitter at Danny Burke five for myself. So don't go anywhere. We'll hit NBA. I've got one play on the card tonight and we'll see if Amal does as well. It's VEASAN final countdown. Stick with us. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian Cocktail Maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds make mom's mother's day and all the 364 days that aren't mother's day 
with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, well, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers will get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. You get tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe right now and you can sign up for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back in. It is VEASAN Final Countdown. Danny Burke and Amal Shaw here at the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa filling in for Stormy and Matt. Good NBA slate to look forward to tonight, Amal. We talked about it a little bit with our guy Rick Camlin, hour one. Uh, we didn't necessarily go game by game, though, so uh, I'm excited to do that with you because, uh, you know, I'm a, I guess I'm looking for a good way to play. I, I like making myself suffer sometimes betting on the teams I follow. I know Dave Ross says the same thing when he follows his team, and I'm kind of cracking up now thinking about it because this past weekend I was talking with Holden Kushner, good friend of Dave Ross. We were talking about Syracuse, and then I brought it up to Dave, and he said you give him a rough time about this too because he loves Syracuse, and we talked about Jim Beheim, and Dave seems to be alone in the conversation of Jim Beheim can stay as long as he wants, and he says you don't necessarily agree with that. I know this is a side tangent, but now I just thought of it. It kind of makes me crack up a little bit. Well, he's not working for free. So if somebody's incompetent in their job, you fire them. Typically. And to me, what has he done – they won the national title in 2003. I don't know. Maybe 20, every 20 years is good for you. And it's not for me. But, you know, look, if you want to be mediocre, keep him around. I don't mind. See, that's the, that's the mentality of a, of a Buckeye right there, Ohio State Buckeyes. Granted, you know, Nebraska was good in the 90s. Not that I followed Nebraska then. But, uh, you know, Cubs fan, I got a little bit more patience, I guess. But, no, that just made me think of it. I was cracking up. It's, it's not even about that. Look, here's the thing. All these people, when, in any job, it's not just in sports. In any job, if you're compensated extremely well, whether mm-hmm. you're CEO, COO, CFO, whatever, 
you, there's expectations at a certain level of performance. Sure. And if not, you're going to get fired. And to me, Jim Beheim has stolen enough money from Syracuse over the last four <laughs> decades where expectations should have be, reached a certain point. Look, Carolina, Bill Guthridge made it to a Final Four in his first year. He ends up getting fired there. There, You know, Kevin Ollie won a national title. He hasn't stuck around. Kevin Ollie was at UConn for a lot less time than Jim Beheim's had to run the Syracuse program into the ground. <laughs> and the worst part is, Everyone in the Syracuse media is afraid of him. Yep. And the athletic director is afraid of him. Where do they find these people? I mean, th this reminds me of, like the board of directors when the guy and you like the CEOs leave and they're like, by the way, you drove our stock price down 60%. Uh, we're going to give you a golden parachute of $200 million in options. We'll make sure you get 20 uses of the private jet per year. What the hell does he need the money for at this point in time? You gave him the PJ use. He's already got the house and the money already. It's like, come on, give me a break. That's what's going on with Bayheim here. Uh, yeah, to say the least, I guess he's only, I feel like Kirk Ferentz is getting in that territory at Iowa a little bit. Like at least they're like competitive, but you know, they're never going to win anything come bowl season. They're not doing anything different. They're not adapting. You're, you're right on that. And I, I think Ferentz is terrible in terms of his game management, player development. He's letting his son call the plays and their offense stinks. Well, how about this? He took a $50,000 pay cut unless they averaged 24 points a game this year. And Caden McNamara from Michigan comes in. I don't think that's an offensive upgrade, but no. to me, $50,000 on a $900,000 salary. What are you kidding me? That's a bad night at the dice table. <laughs> I mean, come on, give me a break. It, it, it just doesn't make sense when you keep some of these guys, but here's the difference at Iowa. Mm -hmm. Iowa's a much tougher place to win. You sit there and say, well, Syracuse isn't a hot better recruiting. Nebraska has been great in college football. Tom Osborne got guys to come to Lincoln. You mentioned uh, Kansas and Lawrence, but here's mm -hmm. the difference. Syracuse and New York city, New York city is one of the all time great places to recruit basketball players. You're talking about a four-hour drive, four-and-a-half, five-hour drive, whatever it is. Right. And so you can get guys in there, but he doesn't get any players. He's yeah. the problem. Yeah, you well, know what? He's like 78 years old. And I'll give him this. He looks good for his age. But at some point, you got to be relatable to people. I don't think the players relate to him. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, what? His, the most relatable was his son, Buddy, and probably one of the better players that he's had as of late, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's kind of a – that's an easy way to recruit someone, I suppose, when your son's coming through. But, uh, look, it's it's a frustrating situation, I'm, sur uh, I'm sure, for people who maybe not as infatuated with Bayheim. And you're right, maybe a little bit of highway robbery. If you're not performing your job, why are you still there? And that's kind of the thought that I had as I segue here to the NBA a little bit with the Chicago Bulls and the Brooklyn Nets. How about that segue? So the reason I'm saying that is because Billy Donovan coaching the Bulls, a lot of the players on the Bulls, they have been frustrating as all hell this season, a team that is supposed to be at the top of the charts on the Eastern Conference, relatively speaking. Uh, they'll be lucky if they get in the playing game at this point. But tonight, I actually think there's a good situation to bet them here, Amal. So they open up as a one-point favorite against the Brooklyn Nets. They're now up to two in most spots in the market. I see a one-and-a-half out there as well, but make sure you do your due diligence. Shop around. See if you can get the best number. Uh, nevertheless, first game back for both of these teams post-All-Star break. The big news, obviously, we know with the Nets, no Kevin Durant, uh, no Kyrie Irving in the second half of the season. As for the Bulls, maybe not as marquee of a name or an announcement, but I think it's one of those, the little things make the difference. Patrick Beverly got picked up by the Bulls. So he's going back to his hometown in Chicago. Beverly, we know a guy who can kind of instigate things, kind of jumpstart a team and toughen you up. He's already said he's looking to do that with Levine, a guy who's been very much criticized since he got his huge contract. The Bulls, again, incredibly inconsistent, frustrating, whatever you want to call it. They fit the bill, all the above. 
Bulls have taken care of the Nets two out of three times this year. They just lost to them on the road the other week. They were shooting lights out was Brooklyn. And I just can't imagine the same persist in this game. And it's something like this too, like where I'm getting to like a glutton for punishment. Why I compared it to Dave Ross with Syracuse, like me with the bulls that I just, you know, will find myself in that situation. But like the bulls will do good enough to get in the playing game. They'll lose, but then it'll be enough for the front office to say, well, we technically made the playoffs. We're fine with this roster. So I know we're kind of going all over the place them all, but the point is I like Chicago tonight. Actually, I think there's going to be some decent spots with them. And I think an underrated addition of Beverly will help with that jumpstart them. And they'll do just enough in the second half to get into that playing game spot. And I think it starts tonight against Brooklyn. Yeah, I tend to agree with you here. They come in with a six-game losing streak. I know a lot of times people don't like to bet on teams that are on such a losing streak. I actually do. I think they'll get off the losing streak here tonight. Uh, the one thing is when you look at it from a standpoint of the Bulls, how like what do you see DeMar DeRozan as? I mean, to me, he's a guy, he's solid, mm -hmm. but he's not a guy that's winning you any championships. Uh, well, the issue with the Bulls, there's so many issues. I mean, they don't have a point guard right now. Right. Lonzo Ball, I mean, at this point, who knows what to expect from his yeah. career, right? They can't right. even figure out what's wrong with his knee. And they yeah. say all the problems would be fixed if he came back. Look, if all your problems rely on one point guard, you got more issues than that. Damar, you're right. I mean, is a top-tier guy. He can only do so much. And he has done a ton and beyond that for Chicago last year when he had his stint in the MVP race. And then this year, he'll still light it up. But he's not enough like you said to to get you past the playoff series he's an amazing number two and I guess you would maybe quantify him as a really good number one if that kind of makes sense you know again not someone who's going to take you single-handedly through the postseason and Zach Levine is just someone who it, it's whether or not he chooses to attack the rim, whether or not he wants to show up. I mean, his second halves have been brutal and his defensive effort has been questioned. And, you know, Caruso is almost a liability because you have no three point shooter out there. So when he's out there, yes, he's playing defense, but Levine's not scoring. DeRozan's only doing mid range. Vooch is getting bullied as your big guy down low. Kobe White's never panned out as a three point shooter. They brought in Goran Dragic thinking he was going to be your sharpshooter. And Andre Drum, like if this was six years ago, it'd be awesome right and they just didn't do anything to get better I, that's why everybody was shocked they didn't get rid of DeRozan or Levine at the deadline because you're stuck in purgatory right now yeah I, I think in the NBA I think the concept of how to win a championship is pretty easy you need two Hall of Fame players and I look at this roster and I go you don't have any great players I think Zach Levine could be a number three in the right situation maybe sure. he's a number two but I don't really see that being the case I, I feel the same way about DeRozan in the perfect situation, he's a two. Mm -hmm. But you need to bring in some guys. You're a major market team. You should be able to attract some free agents. But to your point about the Bulls, I have to tell you, the amount of coverage the Bulls get, you would think this team is in Salt Lake City. Like, nobody talks about the yeah. Bulls. I mean, they're a, completely, they're a complete afterthought. Mm -hmm. And I like Donovan as a coach. I don't know necessarily in terms of – does the message after a while just fall on deaf ears? Because the NBA, these guys are like, who cares? Yeah. You know, so many guys are about the first and the 15th. And that's fine. I'm not saying it as a criticism because people are like, oh, they should care. No, actually, you know what? If you do the same job for 25 years, you get sick of it. Sure. And so I don't criticize players if they're there for their own financial benefit. But you need guys that want to win on that team. Yeah. And I just don't think the Bulls have that right now. No. And that's what makes this intriguing if Beverly can provide that spark. I mean, he's going to his hometown, grew up in Chicago, always mentioned about going to Chicago to play for the Bulls. And it's funny you say that, like even last year, yeah, the Bulls didn't get that much coverage until the Rosen was literally just breaking records in terms of getting on these national broadcasts and recognition and everything like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, might as well 
be in Salt Lake City. But hey, the Jazz are doing better than the Bulls right now, it seems. To get rid of Laurie Markin and the dude's an all-star. So that's classic Chicago for you. <laughs> when we come back here, Amal, uh, we'll get a little bit deeper into the NBA, see any futures bets Amal may like, a little bit of college basketball. We'll see where the segment takes us here on VEASAN Final Countdown. Says final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. As basketball and hockey seasons continue, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, and our weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get much much more so go ahead check it out at betrivers.com or download the bet rivers app it's a whole new game welcome back to vsin final countdown danny burke and amal shaw filling in for stormy bond and tony and matt brown hey coming up next we're gonna have andy mcneil my co-host on vsin's hockey betting podcast uh we'll get his thoughts on some of the biggest games on the nhl slate tonight i had a couple plays and if you missed it we'll kind of rehash things and i know amal always loves betting hockey and also likes betting the nba which we might as well step back into because we went on a little bit of a uh no side uh, side quest there talking about the Bulls. At least I was venting out my frustration. So thank you for allowing me to do that. But I don't mind that. I think that team really does need an overhaul. And, yeah. you know, I get where you're coming from. To me, when I look at that team, they just don't capture the national attention. The Bulls mm-hmm. should, should be on national TV 20 times a year. You would think. I mean, like, for example, you're talking about Nebraska and stuff like a team that hasn't been relevant since the nineties, yeah. they still get that recognition. So to speak, it's declined lately. Cause right. they've just been frustrating and frustrating, but like the bulls had that same acclaim and you're right. It's dissipated completely. Yeah, absolutely. At least in Nebraska's case, the argument is look, we've seen the population shift in the Midwest. It's d- diminished along the fact that, you know, other teams have come up, especially in the sec and other things, but the bulls, it should be an attractive free agent market. It's a great, it's a great basketball yeah. city. It's a great sports town. Uh, I mean, to me, it's it's unfortunate for the fans of Chicago that the product they've been putting out there for the last several years. Yeah, uh, can agree, to say the least. Uh, Amal, let's get back into the slate tonight. Is there any game that really stood out to you? I know we talked about Chicago and Brooklyn. You mentioned Milwaukee and Miami earlier, and we were talking with Rick Campbell about that game. We did see line movement there from 1 to 4, total yeah. at 221. Uh, does that stand out to you or any other spots? Yeah, no, not really, Danny. So I don't bet a lot of NBA uh, games pregame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the end game because I think you can get so many better numbers. I think the sure. NBA is the best in, in-play sport there is, just simply based on how it is a game of runs. You know, in hockey, you give up a goal. It might, you know, the, it swings. But, you know, what do you got, six, seven, eight goals in a game? Basketball, we're talking 240, 250 points. So there's a ton of swings throughout the course of the game. Gives you a real edge to be able to kind of either middle or take a particular side. Well, what I will ask you in the NBA, kind of looking not in-game, not tonight necessarily, but in the futures market, because you mentioned him earlier, uh, Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. and he has seemingly been the runaway MVP this season. If you look at these odds, too, uh, it's finally agreeing with all the analytics that people were clamoring about last season, and it was the discourse of, nah, you can't have it. It's going to be voter fatigue. And then it's like, well, look at these numbers. He's insanely efficient. 
And he's doing that and even more so this year, Amal. And I'm trying to find the specific number right here, so I'll find it in a second as I'm scrambling. But yeah. uh, nevertheless, what do you think about Jokic and his performance that you've seen now in potentially his third straight MVP campaign? Well, he's tremendous. You know, I think everyone wants to make Jamal Murray out to be this, like, Robin to his Batman, and I don't think that's the case. I don't think Jamal Murray's quite as good as everyone else thinks he is. Health has been a concern also with Jamal Murray. Uh, but I, to me, I don't think the criticism that Denver hasn't gone that deep is warranted because – the Joker can only do so much. Now, I will say one thing. When you get him in that pick and roll, I mean, he becomes a huge defensive liability. We saw it in the yeah. playoffs the last couple of years where teams are just doing exactly that. So uh, you got to give him a ton of credit, though. What is he in the top four in assist in the NBA? Uh, he's averaging a triple-double at this point in time. He's just unbelievable. Yeah, so he's about minus 250 is what we're seeing on our screen via DraftKings. Then Joel Embiid plus 450, Giannis Antetokounmpo at 7-1, Tatum 15-1, Luka Doncic 18-1, LeBron down to 70-1. So if you had to go a different direction, though, is there really anybody worth taking a flyer on? My only case to be made, I think, and, and also because of the price, would be Jason Tatum at 15-1. He gets a little recognition from the All-Star Game MVP, too, even though no one really watched that, but... They're the best team in the league, arguably, dominating the Eastern Conference. You'd think that would get him more in the spotlight and just based on the numbers he's been putting up. And in terms of big men, obviously, Jokic has the advantage over Embiid and Antetokounmpo. So I think from the guard standpoint, Tatum gets bolstered and 15-1, to 1, not too shabby. Yeah, it's not. But I think the thing that hurts Tatum is if you look at this list right now, the Joker, Embiid, Antetokounmpo, Tatum, Doncic, uh, LeBron, John Morant, and Damian Lillard. I think Jason Tatum has the second best player with him in Jalen Brown, right? You know, you know, Rick Hamlet talked sure. about how Chris Middleton has not had a great year in his perspective, from his perspective. I know James Harden's played well, but I still don't think James Harden's the same player he was in Houston when he was controlling things. We mentioned uh, Denver. Uh, how does the supporting cast bear there? Luca until Kyrie came there, didn't have anybody. LeBron has AD, but as Charles Barkley says, the greatest nickname I've ever heard, street clothes, Anthony Davis. Uh, you know, he's always out of the lineup. So is it Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson in Memphis? I mean, you know, you look at it and say, okay, they got solid players. And then Dame doesn't really have much help right now in Portland either. No, he doesn't. And he's committed. So props to him for staying yeah. there. But uh, yeah, no help for Damian Lillard once again up there in Portland. By the way, really quick, some just analytical uh, numbers for Jokic. Once again, dominating in that category. His efficiency differential, these numbers courtesy of cleaning the glass, plus 27.3. Spencer Dinwiddie is the only guy above him, but of course you haven't really seen much out of Spencer Dinwiddie. And I'm talking about in terms of actual MVP candidates, Jokic is far and away ahead of him with efficiency differential, uh, expected wins throughout the course of an 82-game season. He's at plus 55. You'd have to go down to Embiid, for example, at plus 28 for expected wins, and then plus 12 for efficiency differential. Again, Jokic plus 27.3. And then plus 55. You just can't argue with a lot of these numbers that now the community, I think, is slowly starting to adapt on a on a more frequent basis as opposed to just the eye test, which seemed, again, to be the discourse last year. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one thing that you have to kind of take into consideration, but can't necessarily put all your eggs in that basket. Um, mm -hmm. You know, for me, uh, I, I got no qualms. I, I don't get too wrapped up in the regular season MVP. What can you do when your team needs you the most in the playoffs? That's what matters most. How do you think they're going to fare in the playoffs? Are you, are you putting stock into this Denver team, or does Kevin Durant going to that Phoenix team scare you? 
Well, I think Durant being there helps. But, you know, this is an important run. And I'll tell you, it's a real legacy situation for Kevin Durant and uh, Chris Paul. Chris yeah. Paul, this guy squandered, what, five 2-0 leads in the postseason? Kevin Durant has won two NBA titles, but they were never as him being the lead dog. Even though right. he was the finals MVP both times with Golden State, I don't feel like he was a guy that was necessarily viewed as, hey, this is the guy. Yeah. And even though we know what how great he is, he's an all-timer, but I still think that it's a scenario where he, they've got to win. They've got a great score in Booker. Uh, Aiden's played very well. He's a guy that can be extremely effective for them. And then, of course, to me, it's going to be up to Durant and Chris Paul. Yeah, the Suns plus 425 right now at DraftKings if you think they're going to win the championship. Celtics plus 270. The Bucks 6-1, to one, and then the Nuggets come in at plus 750. But you're right. Uh, a lot of things need to go right to overcome Kevin Durant and the Suns if you're Denver. It, look, it, I guess the thing that you would give an advantage to with Denver, that could make it right. That could give them that advantage aside from, look, Phoenix has the advantage with raw talent, sure. And Rick kind of spoke on this to them all, but it's this experience. I mean, Denver's had this core together now with Aaron Gordon, right, since last year and getting into the postseason with those guys. Aaron Gordon playing a lot better this season. Yeah. With Kevin Durant going to the Suns, yeah, Kevin Durant, arguably one of the best players in the league, if not the best player in the league. Right. But you got butting heads of these personalities of Devin Booker, of Chris Paul, of Aiton, of Kevin Durant. That is going to be something that will or certainly have an impact in a shortened time to kind of get it all meshed together, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something you have to take into consideration when you're looking at potentially betting some of these futures. Yeah, I, look, we saw it with... The Nets obviously didn't work out too well with Kyrie Irving and James Harden and Kevin Durant. You can put a lot of guys there who are superstars, but sometimes doesn't work out too well. But that's just the nature of the business from time to time. Uh, Amal, I know we're uh, we're letting you get out a little bit earlier as we're going to hit hockey next segment. But anything else that you're kind of looking forward to tonight or tomorrow? Any sport that's uh, maybe making the top of your list? Yeah, tomorrow, a uh, great game between Baylor and Texas uh, down in Waco. Should be a tremendous one, crucial for the Big 12 standings. Uh, good opportunity for the Bears on their home floor. But Texas, they can win that game. They've got an opportunity to then win the Big 12 title outright on March 4th in Austin uh, as they'll host Kansas in the regular season finale. So it should be outstanding. But the other game that I like from a betting standpoint, though, is uh, Iowa is at home against Michigan State. Mm. Revenge spot here for the Hawkeyes in this one. I think Iowa comes through here. Three and a half, four-point line in this one. Okay, yeah, and Iowa, uh, they're coming off that loss at Wisconsin, right? Yeah, yeah. and then before that, they terrible at Northwestern, so <laughs> they need to pick it up a little bit, to say the least. Yeah, I like got to get angle. back on track here. No doubt. He's Amal Shaw. Appreciate it, Amal. It's great being back hey, on the great desk. Great to see you, Danny, in person, and great catching up with you, and thanks yeah. to Stephanie for helping me fill in on this show, and you guys have done a tremendous job here. Uh, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Again, make sure you follow him on Twitter at AmalShaw1. When we return here, we do have one final segment on VEASAN Final Countdown. We'll go back to the ice. Andy McNeil, VEASAN's NHL expert. He'll be going through game by game his top ones of the slate tonight. See what he's rocking with. Stay with us.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of guard that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. In addition to new shows, VSIN will kick off new podcasts to give every better the insights, the tools, and the confidence to make smarter betting decisions. VSIN continues to expand its catalog of popular sports betting podcasts to cover every corner of the sports betting menu. No matter what sports you like to bet or how experienced you are, you'll be sure to find a podcast just for you. We've got the VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast, has some of the best college hoops analysis around, breaking down the betting odds, lines, and totals. Host Tim Murray hosts three different episodes each week with invaluable contributions from alternating co-hosts being Matt Humans and Adam Burke. 
And he got the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast featuring yours true, Danny Burke, and NHL betting expert, Andy McNeil. We cover all things hockey twice each week. These podcasts are all free and available right now at VEASAN.com slash podcast. That's V-S-I-N.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts available. Final segment here on VEASAN Final Countdown. Happy to be with you. I'm Danny Burke, your host. And like we said, hey, we've got some great new podcasts coming about here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And one of them hosted by, like I said, yours truly. And alongside me for this podcast, none other than our guy, Andy McNeil, VEASAN's NHL expert at Digital Gambler, where you can follow him on Twitter. Andy, you know, I texted you yesterday because on the show, on our podcast yesterday, you had a great pick with Edmonton and came out firing over the Penguins. So tip of the cap to you, my friend. Uh, one of the bets that I had, you know, I had the Devils. All right, came through. It was a sweat. Maybe didn't deserve it. I had the Capitals on the puck line, and Washington looked like they just didn't give a crap, putting it somewhat nicely. But that brings me to our first topic here. With the trade deadline approaching, Washington was a team that was involved with this trade, right? You had the Bruins, you had the Capitals, you had the Wild. Uh, what did you make of this three-team fiasco and the alterations in the roster personnel that we saw? Uh, well, it Great move for the Boston Bruins. A little bit surprising on the side of the Washington Capitals. I know we talked about the Capitals on the podcast yesterday. Uh, and my, my opinion on, on, on Washington has definitely changed because it looks <laughs> like they're uh, it looks like they're going to be maybe selling off some some pieces here. Uh, Dimitri Orlov, Bernard Hathaway, both, uh, you know, valuable, serviceable players, uh, you know, approaching the twilights of their, their respective careers, but uh, both, you know, have Stanley Cup rings and uh, both players very capable of, of bringing uh, something to the Bruins, specifically Orlov, who uh, will, you know, really round out the top four defense and uh, make it a really formidable blue line if it wasn't already the most formidable blue line in the, the NHL right now. Um, so I think a lot of Bruins fans and, and Bruins betters are, are excited about that, but Hathaway will be a will be a fan favorite for sure. Very gritty player, um, but once again, I mean the Bruins, you know, such big favorites here to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, it's, it's pretty hard to make a case for for any sort of value play uh, on a team at, at this point at this price. Yeah, and look, again, we can only imagine what kind of impact these acquisitions are going to make. Looking at DraftKings right now, the Bruins. Are your short shot as they have been for quite some time? They have been taking the league by storm plus 475. And what's kind of funny, too, going a little bit outside is that Colorado at plus 650, a team that if you just look at their win loss record, obviously they have struggled. They have been inconsistent. And heck, I'm fading them tonight. And we'll get into that game momentarily with Andy. But again, you know, a lot of this has to do with the books and their liabilities. The Avalanche still possessing a lot of the personnel that they had last year from their championship team, but they've been dealing with injuries consistently. So the Avalanche then at plus 650. Uh, you look at some of those other squads like the Minnesota Wild 25 to 1 fighting to stay in the postseason conversation in a team that, look, uh, Marc Andre Fleury maybe been a little bit more inconsistent as he's been in the net, and they're trying to do whatever they can to boast their help. But look, it, it doesn't look too great for Minnesota in terms of what maybe they acquired in terms of their impact this season. Obviously, getting just a fifth round pick in that situation, but Minnesota at about 25 to 1. And then Washington, again, a borderline team who is trying to get in that playoff conversation. 
55 to one right now to win the Stanley Cup. Washington, no matter what we see, usually a team that finds a way to grind it out and get into the Stanley Cup playoffs. You missed Ovechkin because he was tending to the matters of his late father. He passed away the other week, so Ovechkin was away from the team. And look, Washington was already having struggles before that. And then he was gone, and the struggles continued. He comes back last night against an Anaheim Ducks team. You thought, hey, maybe this will jumpstart them a little bit. And look, even if that wasn't the case, you're going up against one of the worst teams in hockey, the Anaheim Ducks. And the Capitals had a 1-0 lead. All right, then 1-1, then 2-1. And then immediately you surrender a goal once again to Anaheim. And once they didn't get action there late in the second period, you kind of figured, man, they're playing it too close to this Anaheim team. And eventually the Ducks go on to win. I believe the final score was 4-2. But if anything, that was almost uh, just the ultimate conclusion of what you had for hopes for Washington. And I get there's still time going forward, but really hard to put stock in this Capitals team. And like Andy just discussed that three-way trade uh, kind of going all over the place there. And it looks like they were sellers in that regard. Um, getting into some of the games tonight, though, I did want to refresh one of the games that I had as we work to bring Andy back here in the mix, uh, a, a game that I know Andy had some interest in and that Amol and I were talking about a little bit earlier in Winnipeg, the Jets and the Avalanche originally you saw this open pick them and then uh, you got some movement toward Winnipeg, but it seems like it's settled back down at the pick and prices. The jets are hosting uh, the avalanche in this spot. Colorado's won their last three games, but they haven't played in several days. So is it almost too much time since the last time they were out on the ice, right? Rest versus rust, that old adage. And Andy McNeil had a great write-up about that at VEASAN.com. So if you ever want to see more of his content on a daily basis, aside from our podcast, make sure you check that out. The Jets on the other side, they're coming off a 2-1 loss on the road against the Islanders. The Jets defensively have been really strong all season, but as I alluded to earlier with the mall, I mean, the home and road splits are very apparent for Winnipeg. It's not like they're atrocious on the road or anything brutal, but certainly they get that boost for playing on their home ice with a plus 27 goal differential compared to plus three on the road. And Connor Hellebuck, the proof is in the pudding with him. 16, 17, and 0 on home ice. 1.98 goals against average for Hellebuck. 93.5% on his saves. And all three of his shutouts have occurred on home ice this season. Now, he has faced Colorado twice. Uh, he surrendered three goals in two games. Had a shutout in the first meeting. 5 nothing. the Jets were able to get the job done. Saved 40 out of 40 shot attempts. And then they went up against Colorado again, 4-3. to three. In overtime, they were able to get the dub, 30 out of 33 shots saved. But look, Hellebuck has had the experience against the Avalanche this year. And yeah, look, Amal made a good point, right? I mean, it's a different Colorado team. They're healthier this time around. But both of these squads still vying for a pretty solid playoff spot. And I just think Winnipeg, based on what we've seen from them lately defensively, what they're capable of offensively, especially more so on their home ice, gives them the nod in this spot. So... Georgiev, uh, Gorgiev, Gil, uh, I know I mispronounced that. Pardon me. Sometimes struggle with these hockey days. But the point is, him on the road, not too bad. 2.67 goals against average, but he was in the net full times against Winnipeg. And he's allowed nine goals in that span. So the Jets offense clearly has done pretty well against him. I think that'll persist tonight. Colorado, pretty mediocre team on the road. Their power play percentage moves down, and so does their penalty kill percentage, too. And I think, again, that will come to fruition tonight in Winnipeg. So I like the Jets. And then the other game that I had, the Kings and the Islanders, New York, 
They opened about minus 125. I snagged a minus 127 or so. Uh, most shops you're seeing minus 135. See if you can get about a minus 130 out there because I know there are a couple that have it around that range, but I would still play New York in this spot. They talk about home and road splits. New York does a lot better at home compared to what they do on the road. Their penalty kill percentage, for example, goes from 77% to 88% on their home ice. And Sorokin has been a revelation for this team. It's just a matter of if his guys are going to back him up because you look at his record, 2017 and five, not anything amazing. But then you look at his individual stats, 2.39 goals against average, 92.5% on his saves and five shutouts. Well, four of those shutouts have occurred at home where he's got a 2.03 goals against average and a save percentage of over 93%. He's also won his last three starts. And conversely for the Kings, if it does end up being Jonathan Quick, which all indications have looked like it's going to be him, it's been a nightmare. I mean, he's 10, 12, and 4, 3.5 goals against average overall this year, save percentage sub 88%. Then you look on the road, gets even worse, 3.7, one goals against average. The dude's allowed 15 goals in his last four games, and any time they face somewhat of a respectable offense this year, it seems, in hockey, he's surrendered at least three or more goals. The Islanders don't have the most powerhouse offense themselves, but if there's a team where they could capitalize against it certainly could be the Los Angeles Kings. So I'm in on the Islanders again, or minus 126. I said minus 127. Minus 126 is a number I got. Would still play it up to about minus 135. Riding the Winnipeg Jets tonight at minus 110 for my other hockey play. And then a glutton for punishment, I guess. Hopefully not, but my Bulls, I am riding with Chicago. Beverly, give them the spark they need, baby. Brooklyn, eh, you're not supposed to be that good anymore. Hey, we'll see. Those are the three bets I got tonight. Thank you to all the production staff. Thank you to them all. Thank you to the listeners. Best of luck. It's been your final edition of Easton Final Countdown. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix Finder, only at AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.